Cosmetic DLC. With me today, with me today that was Alex Galinas. Hey. Yeah, but close enough. Okay. I'm sorry, uh, Allison Saigan. Saigan. That was close enough, Saigan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Erica Hernandez. You got that one. Yay. <laughs> uh, Missing today in action is our best boy, Pat Cotter, and uh, Sam Harrison. Uh, pour one out for those those boys. The best boy and the slightly not-so-best boy. <laughs> I think that should remain his permanent nickname. Yes, yes please. <laughs> the slightly not-so-best boy? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. He's been trying to call himself a chairman, but I like slightly not-so-best boy better. <laughs> I, I do, too. I think that we should keep it. I'm writing uh, it down. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk about some games today. After E3, we're kind of back to our standard operating procedure. So, uh, Alex, would you like to share with the class what you've been playing or consuming? Yeah, wise? sure. I mean, it hasn't been a very heavy video game week. Uh, the most video games I played this week was about two hours of Overcooked in preparation for the brand new Overcooked, which will be coming out sometime. I haven't actually looked at the release date for that. Have you guys? Mm-hmm. I don't know it off the top of my head. Let's take a look. Overcooked 2. Uh, oh, apparently it's out. Oh. Yay. Oh, dang. I should have been playing <laughs> that. Wait, no, no. It's out August 7th. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, this person must have just had like an early build of it or something then. But either way, we've been playing the original Overcooked as a duo, Cheska and I. And that game is still real good. But um, the more I play it, the more I realize the controls are kind of terrible. <laughs> but it might be deliberately so. Like, I don't know. How, how much have you guys played of Overcooked? Yeah, it's... Uh, I played through the uh, whole not... thing. Ooh. Uh, I haven't played much, mostly because I don't have somebody to really play it with, if that, you know. Um, and I tried solo, and even though they say, oh, you can do it solo, it is not meant for solo. Yeah. Uh, very much not. So um, I'm actually pretty intrigued and overcooked to having online uh, multiplayer because. Uh, I might, uh, we might have to play some of that sometime. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be fun. Yeah, I'm really glad that they're adding the online. Uh, I remember friends and I have tried some weird, like, weird-ass solutions to try and get some form of online working with that game, but it just never, <laughs> never worked properly. Yeah, so. and, and I think having couch co-op is really good, and the people who like it, it's it's great, but at the same time, like nobody's there to play it with me so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. having the option to do it online is, yeah is yeah. a benefit so i'm looking yeah. forward to that too but yeah either way og overcooked it's still good it's just man sometimes you're like i just want to put this this piece of fish on this counter but then it's like oh god i'm putting it everywhere but the counter and it takes me like seven <laughs> tries just to get it on there yeah it's a lot of that like um xavier and i played through it 
um, last year. And it's a lot of us yelling at each other, why are you putting it down? And he's like, I am. And it's just a lot of screaming. I ended up buying it for Christmas for my sister and her boyfriend to play because um, my sister, my sister's interested in games, but she's, she does not interested in anything that has any kind of complex controls to it. So, you know, that was like a nice, like when it works, <laughs> it's easy to, to use. So, you know, it's, it's friendly for her, but she said that she ended up getting into, <laughs> it took her like, like an hour to beat like the first level. <laughs> yeah. She yeah, sent me like a picture of her boyfriend just laying down on the ground, just like over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is I think it is really easy to get into for people who don't necessarily have, you know, the lay of the land for a controller. But yeah. I mean, it's ultimately two buttons. Uh, like it's the stick and then the two buttons and the three if you want to use the dash. But that, they don't even put the dash on the 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 the, the, the like tooltip for the buttons that you can use. Which is surprising, because that thing comes in hella useful. (laughs) But, no, other than that, that's the only game I really played this week. Uh, Yesterday, we actually went and saw a movie that we talked about many months ago on this here podcast, which was uh, the Mr. Rogers movie, the Won't You Be My Neighbor. And it was lovely. If you have an opportunity to see it, I think it's a very limited run. Like, I know it's playing in Canada just this weekend. Um, So... uh, and only in major cities, so we had to drive two hours to get there <laughs> just to see Mr. Rogers. But it was worth it. It was it was a good movie. Um, I think some parts of it were paced kind of strangely, but otherwise, like all of the content was fantastic. I have. Is it like if I haven't seen any Mr. Rogers in a long time? Is it still like worth watching? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, I've seen I, a hell of a lot of Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which is like their spin-off show but you know daniel tiger gets a lot of screen time on the movie as well Does he? yes <laughs> so but yeah no i think even if you haven't seen a ton of mr rogers they contextualize everything in such a way that like they're not like oh do you remember in episode 375 when mr <laughs> rogers said this no it's like if there's anything they want you to know they're going to play a clip from that particular episode to contextualize things that's like good. it's more about if you're aware of who he is as it's, it's like a biography if you're aware yeah. of who he is as a human and stuff like that then you're fine he seems um, like a really like he was a really good person and really like practiced what he preached and you know oh very much so and that's a big part of the the uh the the film as a whole it's yeah i i would say that that is a very solid movie and that you should see it if you if you have any sort of affinity for mr rogers <laughs> Does it uh, touch on like his testimony to like Congress and stuff about like public broadcasting and stuff? Yeah, it has a whole section dedicated to that actually. Oh, cool! Because uh, it it has a section dedicated to his chatting with the fellow who's confined to a wheelchair and who ended up surprising him at the Golden Globes. Uh, like it has stuff talking about how. Um, after I think it was was it JFK I can't remember who got assassinated but he had a whole episode that was about assassination and he has like he talked about the when he was brought back on air to talk about 9-11 and stuff like that so like they, they touch on some of the more serious stuff but yeah I it's good not know I did not know Mr. Rogers covered either of those topics <laughs> yeah he covered some dark topics is is <laughs> actually pretty fascinating but um yeah other than that watched that movie been watching a crap ton of anime erica and i have both been watching my hero academia have you seen today's episode erica 
Yeah, it did. It was it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> like it was it was ninety percent talking, and it was totally ne- needed. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ninety percent bowing. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of bowing in that episode. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that was real good, dude. That that show is saving anime. <laughs> that show is amazing. If you guys aren't watching My Hero Academia and you like anime, you should definitely watch it. Yeah, even anime. if. That's not like your usual type of anime. This is a very good, well-paced. Like, you know, there's no filler episodes really at all. It's really tight and yeah. Tell me what the, the guy with the hair. He doesn't try and get his driver's license. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's <laughs> so like the famous Dragon Ball Z filler episode. Oh wow, I forgot about that. It, it also. It, yeah, no, there's no beach episodes. There's nothing like that. Piccolo <laughs> um, delivers the sickest burn to Goku. It's the, <laughs> it is the most savage beatdown in that entire series. When Piccolo is wearing like normal human clothes, mm-hmm. and Goku's like, well, geez, Piccolo, where'd you get those? And he's like, your <laughs> wife gave them to me. Out of the door closet. Oh my God, I didn't know that. That's amazing. That's beautiful. The should have ended right there. Goku is savagely defeated. <laughs> His power level doesn't even matter at that point. Uh, but yeah, been watching My Hero Academia. Also, I've been watching this other show. Uh, I won't give it much time, but it's called Hinamatsuri. Uh, Erica, you might, or sorry, uh, actually, Allison, you might like that. It's another slice of life, but it's really bizarre and it's mostly comedy. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> but slice of life, but bizarre. I, I like that idea. <laughs> so I'll try not, it's, I think it's good going in with no context, but it's basically about this alien girl who shows up out of nowhere who has all these magical powers who just happens to appear in this yakuza member's house (laughs) and so she's like this child and he's a yakuza dude and then she's yeah it's it's really strange but it's great (laughs) i might have to check that out can we get that as a spin-off in the yakuza series it would it would work very well (laughs) yeah so hina matsuri check that out my hero academia check that out won't you be my neighbor check that out <laughs> Overcooked? Overcooked? Overcooked. Uh, it's it's fine. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so next on the docket then is Allison. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been playing uh, just for the past couple of days. I've checked out the Splatoon two Octo expansion. Um, so I. I've been a pretty casual Splatoon fan. Like, I play it every so often, but I'm not one of those people that's playing it constantly. Um, but it's this I've been really enjoying this solo expansion. Um, so basically, it's, uh, uh, it's a bunch of solo levels where you're playing as one of the Octolings, and you ha- have, like, little individual... They call them tests, so it like my, my brain automatically goes to Portal. But it's basically um, it's set underground, so like at a like on a subway or a train station at uh, a train, and so you go to different stations, and each station has its own little test. So they're pretty short; they're not they're pretty bite sized. Um, like maybe they'll take a few minutes to complete if you do them well. But doing them well is kind of the problem because uh, it's pretty it's pretty hard, you guys. Um, yeah, so it's uh, I, I I don't know how many of you have played the 
uh, Splatoon solo content, but it's basically for both the first game and the second game, the uh, solo single player campaign was essentially just a giant tutorial. Like, let's show you how to best play the game, which is which is fine and it's it's pretty fun, but it's pretty easy. Whereas this is very like. Is, is a lot harder than I think I uh, thought it would be. I, I, I'd seen some people say it was tricky, but I'm playing it. I'm like, this is actually pretty, pretty dang hard. Like there was a couple of uh, um, levels into it earlier this, uh, earlier yesterday. And I just kept, <laughs> kept dying on the same thing because it's a, uh, but, but I think it, it, what it does really well is um, using Splatoon and just doing a very, interesting like things that i hadn't even really seen with the game um because they're the challenges are pretty widespread and they do with uh deal with pretty different um mechanics but still with with splatoon mechanics like for example there are times where you might be say like just using the um like the the thing where you hover, basically, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it. But so you'll you have to kind of hover through the entire level. One that I'm I'm playing right now, um, and that I'm not doing very well is that you have very, very limited ink. So you have to try and navigate the, around the world with like, basically half a tank of ink, and you can't replenish any of it. Um, and there's other ones where you have to like, navigate a ball around the course with your ink. So you're just trying to like, shoot it. And it's going everywhere and you're like no 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 back into this corner so it's a uh, it's it feels very um like it's really testing your skills at splatoon and since i'm a pretty casual splatoon player it's it's make it's trying to make me a better player which is which has been fun um it also feels like there's a lot in there because i think there it's a about 80 levels, at least from what I've seen. So if there's actually a fair amount of content for if you for the $20 the expansion cost. So if, if you if you like Splatoon 2 and have Splatoon 2, I definitely recommend it. But it's a it's a little bit of a challenge. So that's been that's been fun. That's cool. How many like uh, does it have a ton of unique mechanics that haven't shown up in like previous Splatoon content? pretty unique it's it's a lot of it is kind of more remixing the um mechanics if that makes sense but for example there's one where you're um i I I think there are multiple levels where you're like rolling in a giant ball that you can use to explode with ink but that's about it so you're not actually shooting anything and then it's it's it feels like it's just cleverly using it using the things but really play i've played about uh I think about eight or nine of the levels so far, and most of them seem feel very, very different from the standard uh, Splatoon or the standard solo campaign of Splatoon Two. Cool. Like, or um, there was one where it was basically a remix of um, of one of the ranked modes, um, the Rainmaker mode. So it was it was it was pretty much like you're doing that, but with, against a team of. Uh, um, computer opponents, but but for the most part, it's just it feels completely n- new uh, in terms of just using Splatoon me- mechanics. So yes, yeah, Splatoon's good. <laughs> How good are the new cosmetics? Um, 
I so basically they give you a couple of uh, cosmetics at the start and then you have to earn them. Uh, but you can't the the ones that you have to earn you can't use on your um, like in multiplayer until you've actually finished the campaign. So uh, I'm not they're all right so far. Um, you know they're not something that I'm necessarily planning on wearing a lot, mostly because I do the two out of the three amiibo I own are Splatoon amiibo, just so that I can have cuter outfits in the game. So <laughs> so I like my cute uh, amiibo outfits, so I don't know if I'm going to be using those very much. But but yeah, there are some um, cosmetics you can unlock, and I've, I've only unlocked one so far, which, yeah. Mm, I see. So... Have you played Dead Space before? Um, I've played a little bit of it, but uh, not very much because it was spooky. I, Did, I, I, I only I ask see how you bring this back. <laughs> I only yeah, ask, I'm very I only interested. Ask, I only ask because, like, it looked like the way you're selecting levels is like you're kind of like on a subway train or something and kind of selecting yeah. stations. So is it kind of like Dead Space in that way where it's kind of super linear or does it like open paths and you can go to like wherever you want? It opens up paths. So basically, um, like it starts out with a single subway line, but then each time you play it, it opens up more and more. So basically, if you get to a a connecting area, then it opens up that entire line so you can go down that line. So it's it's. it's linear in the sense that you have to unlock future levels, but you can kind of choose which ones that you want to go. So if you want to just finish everything on that line first, you totally can. If you want to explore more, you can. Um, each level, you actually have to pay money to get into with their like fake currency, which is only for the expansion. Um, and each level costs a different amount. And I think that's based off of the difficulty. So the more expensive ones are the higher difficulty. So, um, so you can kind of tell, okay, I don't know if I necessarily want to do a 500 level right now. So I might go down this path that has a 200 level, for example. And how many necromorphs are in it? Uh, more than you'd expect. (laughs) Wow. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's a lot of different, like weird, uh, like, sea creatures that show up on the subway which is kind of fun or it, it feels like you're, it's kind of um expanding the world and i'm not necessarily super deep in that splatoon lore but it seems like it's kind of, it seems pretty interesting and I'm, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes um yeah well speaking of octopuses traveling down a subway Erica has been playing the most innovative shooter in years. (laughs) I love that transition so much. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I played a little bit of super hot VR today. Um, That game is real cool. (laughs) Um, I played. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, I was going to answer your question. I'm assuming that. Yes, I played super hot (laughs) when it came out. But, um, you know, I played it when it came out. So, you know, it's been a little while already but um that game is i mean it looks like regular super hot but it feels different you know because it's it's like 
I saw it described as a John Wick simulator, and I feel like that's a really good description for it because you feel super cool doing everything in that game. Um, I did have a lot of tracking issues, but that might just be my setup is not great. Um, I know that this is kind of a like a me problem, but my ceilings are six foot three. Uh, so I have yeah. really low ceilings. And um, in a lot of VR games, I punch the ceiling a lot, like really hard. <laughs> and, and I did not have that problem with this game. So I will say that it's been very like down or forward and not really up, which was nice. Um, I did punch the screen once, though. <laughs> uh, what? what? vr solution are you using uh i have an oculus um and yeah it's hooked up to my husband's computer so his computer is like in the middle of our living room and which is where i'm sitting right now actually he's he's like his computer's right next to me but i don't know if you could see behind me i have a gigantic guinea pig cage so you know like like it's a lot of like me accidentally bumping into that and like hitting a chair and like i live in a very tiny apartment so it's not really the best for vr but i would say that this game is probably one of the better ones in terms of like i don't need to turn that much i need to take like maybe two or three steps like it's not that serious um yeah i mean it's not you know it's not like a game that i could sit down and play actually there is a point where it tells you to specifically sit down during the game it's to like duck behind something and i actually did sit on the floor and i broke the whole game doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe don't sit when it tells you to sit <laughs> but yeah it's it's really cool um it does like a cute you know vr inside of vr type thing which is adorable and uh yeah it's i uh, i also there's like a point where they want you to like jump off of something and i was like up against the desk and i couldn't like take a step forward to like jump off of the thing i was supposed to be jumping off of and like it uh it kind of glitched out on me a little bit but eventually like i leaned enough that it kind of registered what i wanted to do but mm. I know it's a little janky, but like I said, that might be just my setup is a little janky. Like I had a lot of trouble picking things up with my right hand for whatever reason. So I'm thinking that that's a me issue and not like uh, an everybody issue, but it's really fun. It's really cool. I'm excited to play it again. It's it's short. Um, I also watched somebody speed run it. Oh, somebody who's way better at the game than I am, like speed running. And I feel like I maybe like got some some cool tips on like how to be better at that game, which I want to try out. <laughs> but um, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I've also been watching a lot of anime. Oh, yeah, <laughs> watching My Hero Academia, which we've already talked about plenty, which is still the best anime. Um, I also have been watching Food Wars, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is a, I don't think I can recommend that anime to anybody. <laughs> I think I can recommend um, that show to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like I would say specifically the first like maybe two to three episodes there are some things that like all right well to give like a brief synopsis it's just like it's about this guy who uh wants to 
be who's really good at cooking and uh he goes to a school that will teach him how to be like a top chef and he's like the only one who's like whose family owns like a diner everybody else's family is like like michelin star rated like fancy restaurants and things like that (laughs) and his family just has a diner um but he's doing real well uh but he also has um like something he does for fun is he likes to create foods that he thinks would be especially disgusting like really just the worst combination of foods just outrageously terrible (laughs) and the the way that they show people tasting food in that (laughs) in that (laughs) like you know where i'm getting at oh i know where you're going don't worry (laughs) the way that they show it they, they like they'll have them like transported into like a field of daisies and like or whatever and it's just it's just whenever anything's really good something fun is and exciting is happening but whenever something's really bad it's like a little graphic in a bad way and like like rapey like, I wouldn't go I that far. <laughs> I, uh, that first episode when she was eating like peanut butter and squid or whatever, they like opened her legs and then showed like tentacles, and it was just like it didn't look, it didn't look right to me. So I have, to, I don't think I can recommend it to anybody. <laughs> but if you can get past the first three episodes, if that's something that doesn't bother you, and it bothered me, but I pushed past it, it doesn't it definitely gets better terms of those types of things but i don't know i don't know about it i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that show is very literally food porn yeah it's very literally food porn like there is a lot of like implied orgasming (laughs) oh yeah especially when the especially when the food is good yes yeah it's it's a weird one. I, yeah. I picked it up because Cheska told me to watch it. Yeah, she loves that show. I'll watch it. I'll be. She'll be watching it, and I'll just be in the background doing work or something. And I'll just hear, ah, and I'll be like, oh, are you watching Food Wars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah really... The food all looks really good. Like I don't know, anime food normally looks really good, but that one looks really really good i like i would just want to eat one thing that's as good as they seem to think every food is in that show i want to have that experience just once (laughs) on that note are all the levels in super hot vr original or are they from the original Um, game i think they're original i think they're original i'm pretty sure yeah that's why because you can't like you don't you don't move really yeah uh, like mm. you do a thing and then it will like you like hit a thing and then it moves you so yeah. like you just kind of turn you don't have to uh, like walk around really yeah oh I will say too that there's like another mechanic that I don't think was in the original game where you like like you hold down all the buttons on the controller and it like like sends like a weird force on like some of the guys and like I had a lot of trouble getting that to do anything. <laughs> Got it to work successfully like twice, but I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Like if the people are too far away, you could just like, like, I don't know. It's like, it's just like a weird beam that comes out. And also the, if a bullet is coming straight at you, I find it a little bit hard to see because the red trail is like behind the bullet. So you can't really see it, but um, I still felt hella cool dodging him. Did you ever have the gun in like your right hand and then throw it to your left hand and like spin around <laughs> and do cool shit? I, I I found out 
um, a little bit later in the game um, that you can take the guns from level to level if you oh. re-grab them really quickly at the end like when when you like you 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 have to like grab like this pyramid to move to the next level um so if you grab the pyramid while you're holding a gun and then immediately re-grab you can like hold your gun for like the next level and so that felt pretty cool because it would be like levels where you're not supposed to have one and um but i i don't think i did any cool like flipping between the two like juggling or anything but maybe my next playthrough because i'm gonna get right back on that as soon as we're done here <laughs> speaking of getting on things uh, uh i've been getting on that octopath traveler demo <laughs> uh that that game starts out real slow. Yeah, I sh I guess I for I I did play that too, but I forgot. <laughs> but, so you, yeah. Uh, so I'm only like an hour and a half, hour forty five in, and it's like limited to three hours. I think it's the full game, but like stuff is blocked off, and like they said, like you can't get, you can only get so far. So if you're trying to speed run, there's only so much you can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, I started with Ophelia, who is like, she's a priestess of something. And like, I guess she's adopted. And her story is about like her adopted father, who's like a, a monarch or like a religious leader is like fallen ill and is probably dying. So his birth daughter staying behind to care for him but she was supposed to go on this like pilgrimage and take this flame thing somewhere i don't know where for how like slow it starts there's not like a ton of helpful uh exposition um but so i got i got past like that first part and i did like the combat the combat's pretty interesting like it's pretty vanilla and basic but it gives you a lot of options kind of right off the bat so you can like attack which is just like, you know, regular melee attack. And then like each character has like their special abilities and each enemy will have like, here's the things they're weak against, but they start off as all question marks. And then if you hit them with a the thing they're weak against, then that like that question mark will populate with the thing they're weak against. And then so you can break them if you hit them with the thing they're weak against. And then that will let you do more damage. And also it will take their turn It'll take like their next turn out of the combat rotation. Uh, so that was pretty interesting. Uh, Ophelia's like character ability is summon, so she can get people to follow her. And so I just randomly used it on some guy in town, and that he had like some like wind ability or something. I was like, I don't know. He looks like he'll be useful for fighting. So he was following me around, but then when I went into combat, he wasn't there because you have to use the summon ability in combat. Till I bring them in and you only get like six to eight like summons per character I guess and then maybe you can go back and like re like reuse your ability on them I don't know uh but it was good that I used it on him because he ended up having like wind abilities which the boss and like the first cave was weak against and I didn't have any wind abilities myself so like using that like actually made that fight pretty easy and like so that felt cool. I was like, oh, hey, I figured something out without meaning to. And then I, so after that, then you like get to go out into the world and start like meeting other characters. Uh, and I met like the hunter person and 
There's a lot of old English in this game. <laughs> there is. I don't even know if it's like some of it doesn't even look correct. <laughs> no, it's like, weird. What? I, I I thought that summon thing was a unique uh, character trait to uh, Primrose. <laughs> it, so yeah, there are two. Uh, like uh, some of them are doubled up like Ophelia and Primrose both have it. And then there, are, I think there's like one other that's doubled up. Okay. But yeah, when I was looking through the characters, I was like, huh, that's <laughs> weird. Uh, but yeah, so I, I the game looks real nice. It looks it is, amazing. It, looks it is good. super gorgeous, but it is hella boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's I, a shame. How far did you get in Alex? I played 100% of the previous demo, um, so, which was about two and a half hours. Yeah, so you, haven't, you haven't played any of this one? I have played about 45 minutes of this one. Okay. okay. Uh, what character did you start with? Uh, the one with the apostrophe in his name. Uh, okay. well, 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 whatever. I, mean, no, that's, I think that's also a girl. Uh, so I found the hunter as like my second character. Uh, and she... Like, I, I don't know if they like... I don't know how it changes based on like your starting character versus characters you meet, but it seems like you go through the same story with all the characters. Like you, you get like their full story, but it seemed like the hunter's story, like wrapped up quicker, like in the intro to the character than it did for uh, Ophelia, like starting off from the beginning. Interesting. Um, yeah. I think I saw an article on Kotaku this week that said something like, help i can't figure out which octopath traveler character to start with it was just like somebody just bugging out trying to figure out which one to pick you you get to i'm pretty sure you'll get to go because like all of them like you can as soon as you or once you get out of the thing you can just go to all the cities and you can meet all the characters and collect them all and it all says like chapter one it tells you where they are on the map so and they're all just like around this lake um and so you uh it says like chapter one for all of them and then for ophelia there's a thing off to like the southwest that said chapter two level 25 so presumably to do that i need to be level 25 and go there with ophelia and then i can continue her story and i imagine that's the same for all the characters so i'm wondering if this game is more about is like eight mini jrpgs (laughs) Mm. like rolled up into one that like you know, maybe they cross paths and intersect or if it's or if those things will all come together in like one big thing <laughs> later on i don't know like i i hope the game gets more interesting as it goes i've still got like an hour and a half or hour and 15 that i can play but i don't see it like drastically changing my opinion of the game so far or i think it looks beautiful uh, i'm playing it in japanese or with like the japanese voiceover because like the old english is just too much and <laughs> the, Eng- the english voice acting in the first demo was not the best it wasn't terrible but it just kind of left something to be desired yeah i just i don't know i hope that game's good it comes out right before my birthday <laughs> And like that's also right before summer vacation, so I'd have a ton of time to play. But I don't see that being the game I go for right that's away. Not the one. 
looks real nice though. Yeah, it does look real nice. I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I want to spend time on it though, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's got random battles, which most game I haven't played like any like traditionally styled JRPGs in a while, but like after playing lots of games without random battles, it was it's like already a little annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's besides that, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2. I just got a my second character through like the story progression and did the second DLC. I'd say just after you complete that game once, they should just let you like go straight to the end. Mm. They should make you play through everything again. Oh. Uh, especially because, yeah, I mean, we won't get into it, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyone pick up anything good on the Steam store or a Steam sale? Um, not yet. I actually tried to buy a. Uh, um, Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, but I found out that my laptop was not having it. Um, <laughs> like my laptop has been good for um, all kind of even AAA games for the past few years, but I think that I, it's met its match. So I got a refund. So now that's that's my Steam sale budget. So I have to go and uh, get some games. Hi. I don't know. The Steam, Steam sales have kind of lost their allure to me now that they're not 95% off all the time. <laughs> no, yeah. they can't yeah. get a game for like 19 cents all the time. <laughs> yeah. They don't yeah. have like the flash sale like for six hours, eight hours only. Or whatever. Yeah. That was that, that was fun. I mean, it was it was also like a little bit stressful because I would definitely be checking every single flash sale. Yeah. So I'd be like, gotta wake up, gotta like check the Steam sale. Um, so I get why they moved to it, but at the same time, it's less of like an event and now more um, time to check out Steam mm-hmm. games. But I but I love indie games, so I'm I'm excited to pick some pick some up. Yeah. I, I picked up. I've been watching uh, Mary Kish and Mike Mahardy play Resident Evil uh, through their Resident Knievel series on YouTube, GameSpot, all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Kish, not very good at Resident Evil, but it's a, uh, like, she knows she's not, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun, uh, video series. I maybe have some hearing loss from some screaming, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's like, I can't, that series has me wanting to play Resident Evil six again, which is Ew. like, I, I had fun with that game but I don't have anyone to play it with, so I don't think I would have fun playing it again. Uh, but I did pick up Resident Evil 7 on the Steam sale, which I have played on PlayStation, but I picked up the Season Pass as well because I heard the DLC is very interesting and they do some unique stuff with it. So I'm excited to get into that, but I have to replay the game on PC now. The the and, DLC, it's kind of like additional tapes, right? There, so there's like a... Um, there's like a horde mode type thing. Like there's one mm. mode that like changes the game like entirely. There's some extra tapes and then there's like some other story stuff too. Let's see, let me hold on. Give me a second. Let me see what it's all called. So yeah, there's two things of tapes. I think there's like three tapes per 
uh, three tapes per band footage volume, and there's two things of that. So that's what I think that is. End of Zoe, which is about the character who's like calling you on the phone and like kind of guiding you through at the start. And then Not a Hero, which is the like horde mode type thing, I believe. Yeah, so I'm excited to get to that, and I'll probably uh, mess with that over summer vacation when I've got time to play through it all. But it sounds like they did some cool stuff, so I'm excited about that, because I think that game's really good. I watched somebody play it. Um, somebody actually from the Giant Bomb Facebook group on Twitch, um, mm-hmm. and that game is too scary for me. Uh, <laughs> me too. Was- I would suggest watching the uh, awesome games done quick run from last year. It's fascinating. That's one of my favorite (laughs) speed runs ever. I I don't have a lot of speed runs. I um, have rewatched, but I've watched that a couple of times because it's, it's such a good run and they, and they have such good commentary too. It's, it's just constantly fascinating. Yeah. The mode they they did the run on was new game plus or new game madhouse and madhouse mm-hmm. like changes the placement of items uh so you never know where you're gonna find ammo or That's i cool. think even i don't think key items are changed it, it yeah, be, I oh, remember. but yeah so like you're constantly having to adjust on the fly like okay i didn't find what i need here so i need to like you know go to this area and maybe it'll spawn here and things that like sounds- that so that sounds intense for a speedrunner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very uncommon run. Uh, so <laughs> it's like an hour and it's almost two hours long, but yeah. totally worth watching because it's really fascinating. Uh, That's cool. Um, is all of this getting you super psyched for the remake, for a Resident Evil 2 remake? Oh, I was already super excited, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I, I'm because, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for that remake. Um, I, I really like all the Resident Evil games. I haven't, I think the only one I haven't played to completion is three. Oh man, I love that game. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I just never owned it. And so I never played it myself. I played like a bit of it when I was abroad, like traveling in Germany. I was staying with a guy and he lived in the middle of nowhere. So I played a lot of Resident Evil 3, but I didn't finish it. Uh, but maybe that's the next on the remake block. I feel like, crossed. I feel like that game would also play really well with the remake, given like mm-hmm. that the nemesis was kind of random when he would show up. Mm-hmm. So like that was kind of terrifying, and that's kind of a trope that modern horror games have stolen, like especially with amnesia and stuff like that. Yeah, and like you know, as time has gone on, it's like oh, it's not random at all. But if they were to add in like new stuff, they could like totally change that dynamic and make it fresh for new players, which would be really cool. Uh, yeah are there any any games that you all have liked that have kind of traveled through some dark times and come out better on the other side Hmm. like five and six pretty rough for resident evil Mm -hmm. but i I still like all those games i don't like i've not played uh, like operation raccoon city or like umbrella core or anything like that i respect myself but I don't. I can't think of any that come out better on the other side. You know, like I'm thinking of like Metal Gear Five, which was real good, and then it got real bad. <laughs> there are parts of that game that are real good, gameplay wise. Yeah. Gameplay wise. Yeah. 
my dream is that this will happen with the Paper Mario series. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't believe this will happen, but you know, if they could have a suddenly like best Paper Mario ever. I mean, I, would be I mean, very happy. We, we we've got. You're a fan of Mario Sunshine. <laughs> Uh, that's true. That's true. Mario series is probably that. Although I like Mario Sunshine is one of those ones where I, I haven't played it in so long. And I have no idea how much of that is my uh, nostalgia um, going just because uh, I've, I've been lately just um, rediscovering my Game Boy Advance library, which has been pretty fun. But there are a couple of games that I really liked as a kid that playing it again, I'm like, this is awful, and I don't know how I got through this game. So I have no idea if any of that would be similar for Super Mario Sunshine. And I don't know if I want it. I kind of want it to stay that way. <laughs> Those like fond memories of of Super Mario Sunshine. But but Odyssey, that's that's true. Odyssey is excellent and and a return to form. Although uh, Galaxy was great too. So um, I don't. I played Galaxy recently. Um, and I don't know if that game's as good as, as it, you'd like as, to remember it. Oh, no. I love those games. It's like the depth perception's real bad in that game. Mm. I just kept like jumping off of stuff and not realizing it. It's, I don't know. I don't know. There's in space. No one can see you, see where you jump. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I think it's more of a, like, I had more patience for that type of thing then than I do now. Oh yeah. Well, I, I think that's one of those things that that's that's one. But what these uh, replaying these games has been because uh, I really liked when I was a kid this uh, Game Boy Advance Star Wars game based off of Episode Two, which is the worst movie and. <laughs> And I don't know why I liked this game so much. And then going back and playing it, I'm like, this is literally one of the worst things I've ever played. I think we, I think as kids, you just we have so many games, so you just force yourself through. Yeah, because <laughs> you're like, I'm not gonna get another game for however long, so gotta, gotta make this Christmas. one count. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been I've been thinking about trying to find some of the games that I enjoyed playing as a kid to see how bad they are <laughs> like like I, I wonder if they're actually upstairs in like my my old bedroom um that i have a i think i probably put a lot of hours and never finished this the i don't know if you guys are familiar because i know giant bomb did talk about it at some point uh it's Mary Kate and Ashley Magical Mystery Mall. Oh my god. Uh, that <laughs> oh, game my favorite. is real weird. <laughs> it was I remember it being like thinking it was like some kind of crazy advanced game because like you could pop the disc out and put your CD in and then like have them do like a music video to like your own song. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, how are they still playing the game? This is crazy." <laughs> and I put so many hours into that game but wow that game like thinking about what that game is now that i've played many other games this it's not good <laughs> i'm sure it's not good <laughs> but that's, i don't know the mary kate and ashley made their money though they 
they made their money and got out. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, there there are a plenty of uh, old PC games uh, that were aimed at young girls that I played. Um, yeah, there I have several. I had several Barbie games, so I'm definitely yeah, like. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, like, oh, how what what level of those games are? Yeah. Probably not very good, but I played all those games. Do you remember how like you could pick your name from that list, and they would have every name in the world on those lists <laughs> so barbie would say your name <laughs> and i was like oh this is crazy but i have to scroll forever and my name starts with like an e and you can't type it in <laughs> they just had every name <laughs> and my friend zoe would not be pleased <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, and it's just like the one line read so i remember you know like like playing at my cousin's house her name is Catherine then you'd, you'd hear like the same line read of the name Catherine before like any like anything else would be like Catherine have you ever roamed around a carnival at night <laughs> just like as Barbie like oh. going through like this mysterious carnival <laughs> sure this isn't like some clown who's like <laughs> Catherine Catherine okay. Pennywise like pops up <laughs> I mean, that game was, I remember that game being creepy, but I haven't played it since I was a child. So, you know, uh, there's, there were a lot of games that I noped out on as a child. There was like some Nancy Drew game that I was just like, no, there's a ghost in this. I don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> I, uh, for some reason, when I was very, very little and well, not that little, but when I had Nintendo 64, for some reason, like there's like the, at, at the start of Mario 64, there's a, there's like a Bowser laugh that I thought was so creepy and I was very scared by it. And like in hindsight, I'm like, what was I even doing? <laughs> I thought that was the creepiest thing in the world. Speaking of noping the fuck out on stuff, I've uh, finally quit Harry Potter. I, I quit a while ago. I, I, I haven't quite... Uh, uninstalled it yet but yeah i haven't I, uninstalled it but i rage quit and i haven't opened it again <laughs> what wait what finally pushed you over the edge yeah, so i had this thing right i was supposed to like go after i don't even remember what it was i think it was in it was definitely in the greenhouse and i had to plant something or grow something or whatever right and it was like an eight hour task and I had to get five stars. Oh no, it was a three hour task. I had three hours to get five stars in it. And I failed it a few times um, just because I put my phone down and forgot. And I, you know, so I failed it. I, I kept trying to do it over the course of maybe like three days just because I just kept forgetting and I just whatever. So finally I got through it and I, I started up my next thing and I quit. And then when I logged back in, it told me I failed like that greenhouse thing that I was doing before. And it like forgot that I finished that and started something else. And I was just like, I'm done. I can't, I can't do this anymore. That happened to me. Oh my God. I think that was part of what did it for me was that and just saying I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's not a good game. And the story's interesting, but I don't think it's worth the really shitty gameplay. If you can even call it gameplay. <laughs> yeah, so and just having to force your way through all of that. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, I'll be interested to read a synopsis later 
of like what happened in the story because I kind of got weirdly super invested in what was going on, but it's just not worth the energy, <laughs> the, the mental fatigue. <laughs> yeah, literally the energy. <laughs> Literal. <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't spend money on that game. If anybody's ever going to play that, please do not put any money in that game. Well, there's a good chance it will break anyway. If if you wanted to have a good time with that game, how much money would you have to put in? Like a lot. Way too much. That's the thing. Is like it's like spending money is like I don't know. Was it like three dollars to get like fifty energy or something like that? It's a lot of money. And that's not a lot of energy. Like fifty is not a lot. Like <laughs> you would need to keep pumping in money every single task like there's very few tasks you can get through with just a full energy meter you you usually have to go back i don't even know if there are any it's it <laughs> you have to kind of constantly check in and churn energy and which feels very odd considering like you'd think that you could do one task with like a full energy but yeah like i just wow. i don't know a harry potter rpg just seems like such a good idea it's just that this one is so shit but, yeah. <laughs> what about it's, a Harry Potter MMORPG? Uh, I just don't want to deal with other people. Yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Let me. I mean, let me play the fifth and sixth game on PC in an easy way. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever have any of those old Harry Potter games? Yeah, right. I had a lot of them. Right. Um, I had most of them. Uh, I definitely had one. I don't know if I, I had, had the, any. I had ones. the PS One game that was based on the book, not the movies. Hmm. I had um, I had the first one on PC, the second one on GameCube, and I one. I know that I had the fifth one on 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 Wii because you could move the move your wand around and i was like this is <laughs> this is the future <laughs> this is it um the thing that i i actually um in my uh i've gotten um game which is actually a turn-based uh rpg Remix. And actually, remixes are not very good, and I do not recommend them. Auto okay. in the podcast. <laughs> so just we so you know, Allison. Like a- yeah, oh no! We we caught about a third of that. <laughs> okay. The game. So you're saying don't play the Game Boy ones? Don't play the Game Boy Advance ones. I've heard that the Game Boy Color ones are actually pretty good. Yeah, I heard um, that too. Because they're uh, turn-based RPGs, uh, whereas. I, oh, sorry. I think the Harry Potter 2 for the PS2 is maybe the first game I ever speedrun. <laughs> wow. I was, I was like, not even intentional. I was just homesick from school one day. So I just like did a hundred percent completion run of that game. That's amazing. Instead of when I was sick. <laughs> I, um, I've only played a couple Harry Potter games and they were both the connect ones, which were basically gears of war. <laughs> can't recommend them <laughs> i i never played seven which you know, i heard was basically that as well so i yeah i play four not so good one two three five and six are the ones worth playing 
my mom texted me a picture earlier today. This is this has nothing to do with Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> Go on, please. It has to do with Game Boy Advance. Um, but uh, she texted me a picture of uh, the Guitar Hero, um, like peripheral for is it a peripheral i don't know the little thing that you clip into the the game boy advance to play guitar hero oh Oh, is that the one that you did on the ds yeah it was a ds yeah Yeah, because you because you Um, put the game in and then you use that in the game boy advance slot and you can is that what it was it was like all right it's been a while (laughs) yeah with that weird grip thing and then like the pick that's like a like a Mm -hmm. little Mm -hmm. weird yeah okay yeah so (laughs) it's like a weird stylus yeah it would have to be um that that was weird but my mom's like do you want this i'm like no (laughs) i got in on like the ground floor guitar hero i was like the cool kid who had the first one (laughs) uh because like my local game crazy had it uh and so like i played it at game crazy all the time which is like connected to hollywood video if people don't know what game crazy was it was like <laughs> it was like GameStop, but different because they're crazy <laughs> uh, but yeah so i just would go to GameStop all the or game crazy all the time and play guitar hero i i think i came at second in a guitar hero tournament there wow. Which mm-hmm. is bullshit because the first kid, he took off the guitar too early on a song. It wasn't over, but he thought it was because it was like a long like break, and then they let him restart, <laughs> even though he made the mistake. Rude. And was... then I also I won a Donkey Konga tournament there. <laughs> I got a branded folding stool. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Yep. That first Guitar Hero, though, that wasn't so amazing in retrospect. <laughs> every every song was a cover. Yep. Yeah. Was, that the one, was that the one that was published by Red Octane? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Red Octane one. Um, yeah. But it, it was still like, a lot of fun. I played that game a lot. Didn't, yeah. didn't it not have hammer-ons? No. Uh, I don't... Maybe not. I don't think it did. Yeah, that's what, I think that's what made it so hard for me. Mm-hmm. that's fair uh the second one I, I had the second and third games too and those were real good yeah and, like we got like the second controller so like me and my friends could all play together and stuff like that and then i didn't buy like rock band or guitar hero 4 or whatever oh hello oh my god <laughs> just have this on my desk i was just gonna for those <laughs> listening to the podcast erica just whipped out a hella guitar hero guitar <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's rock band. Excuse you, <laughs> but apologies. <laughs> I tried to get it to work for VR today, and it didn't work for me. So oh, VR. Yeah, what? they. Yeah, um, I. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's <laughs> they. They have a VR version of it. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know how good it is because I can't play it, but Xavier said it was real good. Um, Sorry, you just put Fantasia in VR. Yeah, essentially, I think it just—I think it just like shoots cool like sparks out of your guitar while you're playing. Is—is it? Sorry, right? Is this—is this Guitar Hero or Rock Band? Rock Band. If you like 
play it in VR? It shoots sparks? Yeah, what does it shoot? I mean, that's not what makes it great. What makes it great? Come in, come in. <laughs> Special <laughs> guest, Xavier. They're, they're already, they introduced you, you're on. <laughs> I've got Xavier with a steel guitar. <laughs> come here. <laughs> okay, so tell me what makes, what, what makes Rock Band VR great? Yeah, sure. Am I in the shot? Yeah, now Hi. you're Hi, Xavier. Um, yeah, Rock Band VR isn't like regular rock band um, because, well, first of all, you can only do guitar, but when you do guitar, it isn't the uh, the note charts, whatever it's called. Um, it's actually, yeah, the, the note highway, exactly. It's this um, improvisational kind of thing where it just gives you um like a fretting pattern that you can choose from so you can either hit two of the frets or three or four or certain different combinations and based on that there's like different tracks i guess um for the song running where regardless of where you place your fingers it's going to produce a different sound so it's not about hitting the notes at all it's just about creating whatever sound you want and it's really really cool and it sucks that probably only 20 people in the world will experience rock band vr um so it's like yeah. the solo oh, sorry i undersold it from rock band four or the that's, most recent rock band that's not the worst analogy yeah it's kind of like the what solo was it? stuff i don't have headphones on I can't for, hear what um, said. <laughs> yeah it's kind of like the, the solo stuff for the entire song yeah that, that's kind of a nice way to put it yeah interesting yeah. Right. So <laughs> while while Erica can't, oh no, neither of them can hear us. Never so mind. Then when I just said like, oh, I think the sparks shoot out. He like whipped his head around. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, man, could, did you, did any of you guys play uh, the most recent Guitar Hero, like the one with the the live yeah. stage? I feel like that would be really cool in VR, but I doubt they shot everything with three sixty cameras. Yeah. <laughs> but if that they was, had, oh, that would have been I so cool. I really liked that Guitar Hero. Um, I like the the channels and stuff too that you could kind of yeah. just you know. That was neat. Which I, I I understand is dead now. They don't have those up and running anymore, <laughs> which sucks. But I thought it, I thought it was actually pretty cool. This I played it at Best Buy like twice, but. It had been so long since I had played those games that I was just trash. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I begged Xavier not to buy it because I didn't want any more plastic instruments in my house. Also, also <laughs> relearning, like, because that did, like, this, like, the black and white buttons. So, like, you had the top half and the bottom half, and that was just real confusing especially yeah. after being away it's like oh no i can't play this anymore yeah i'm not great at it at all i uh, i usually volunteer to sing um if i'm playing in like a group setting because nobody ever wants to sing <laughs> um, but yeah like I've, i'm not great at it mostly because i have a hard time like reaching for like the orange because i have tiny hands and so i feel like i get really screwed up and have to like like figure out where i am again <laughs> and but i don't know it's still fun though it i would like to i'd like to see th this genre die though <laughs> or have somebody do something completely different with it i don't i don't know that i want any more rock band or guitar like, hero like beat saber <laughs> yeah oh, okay. like that <laughs> let me let me hit you with this idea you're a dj Oh, God. <laughs> the game was really good. 
I've heard I good things. Played it. I never played and it. Xavier listens to those songs all the time in our apartment. <laughs> just like the DJ Hero, just remixes of just random stuff like Word Up and, sh- and Straight Up. Is, there, is that what it is? What? Is that what it is? Oh, it's. Oh, that incredulous. The- what? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> exactly. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. That that genre did definitely die. <laughs> drop mix. Drop mix for generation remix. <laughs> Sam's not here. He can't tell us about drop mix. Uh, but unless... I should get che- I should, sorry, I should say I should get Chesk on here so she can talk about the new uh DJ Max game that she's obsessed with. <laughs> is, is that like an is DJ Max an arcade game? Yeah. And it's on PSN now. No. I maybe okay, now I have to look it up. DJ Maxx. I think Xavier's looking for the dongle to make the rock band VR work right now. He's like digging through stuff in our entertainment center. Okay, yeah. I think I did play DJ Maxx at an arcade in Tokyo. Uh this the, the PSN game does not look like like it just looks so limited. Maybe. I I can't speak to it. She's the one who's all about it, but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I played a different version or something. I don't know, but it because it's only got like the, the unless you're using the face buttons too. But even that wouldn't seem like I know. I don't know. Whatever. There's That's a bunch cool. of really cool looking rhythm games in arcades in Japan, but that's, man, that's like I don't know about you, but I feel hella intimidated going there and everybody's uh, yeah. really good at everything. Isn't arcades in Japan are like ninety percent UFO catchers and rhythm games. <laughs> like the bottom two floors are like UFO catchers, like the next two are like rhythm games, and then like the top ones are like fighting games and just clouds of cigarette smoke. <laughs> and then you go you go to your pachinko parlors and you just get deafened yeah. <laughs> oh and then the top top floor are those like the the what are they called the the picture things i have a look cute. i have a friend who works for a company that does video lottery and when he came to visit me uh he's like i need to go to a pachinko parlor that my company asked me to to visit one and do research <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah yeah uh so me and my other friend we went okay go in and we (laughs) stood outside while he all walked like in and then came back and he said that is the worst thing i have ever done (laughs) (laughs) utterly useless since it's all like analog games so i couldn't learn anything (laughs) yeah xavier got stuck at a at a, a a evangelion uh pachinko machine the last time we were in japan because he just kept listening to like the song <laughs> but with like he didn't know what to do with any of like the balls after like you can't ask people there because they're not I had supposed a to tell for him. every time i heard that <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah while just... listening to the evangelion theme <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we ended up like syncing them, like getting the getting them exchanged for like tokens, and then syncing the tokens into like a Pokemon game instead, <laughs> which we were bad at. But whatever. Okay. Well, I believe unless anyone has anything else they'd like to talk about. No. Okay. 
Well, this has been a podcast. Uh, <laughs> as always, I am your host, Andre, your girl's favorite cosmetic DLC, Cole. You can find me on Twitter. As always. As always. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Alex, where can people find you? If you Google Evangelion balls, you'll probably find me. <laughs> that, that checks out. Uh, Allison, how about yourself? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y, or uh, my blog is happy-media.net. And Erica? Um, you can listen to my other podcast, Tempered Expectations, which I should really record an episode for because it's been a while. <laughs> 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 and uh um yeah where you can listen to me talk about wrestling and more video games and you can also follow me on twitter at a i r e h c u h okay uh next week i believe pat is going to talk about his x-wing tabletop uh, yeah, he's in I, a tournament. I, think, I think he's going to talk about it and doing uh, well <laughs> he, he, Last we heard, he was up 2-1 and made it to the second round of the tournament. Uh, was, I, I think, I don't know, it's, it's being streamed. If you go to, if you search Seattle Open. Seattle System Open. Seattle System Open, you can watch the top two tables. Uh, by the time you hear this, you probably <laughs> won't be live, but you can find an archive maybe. I don't know. It's the internet. <laughs> i don't know uh so yeah we're gonna sign off and have a nice day or night whenever you listen to this podcast you know <laughs> or don't we're not the boss of you <laughs> have a nice have a nice existence how, how about that sounds good all right thanks andre you too thanks you're, bye you're, uh, no not you guys the listener <laughs> uh, y'all can fuck off <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. What are we going to end it? <laughs> <laughs>